Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the First Take Film Club Podcast. My name is Luke Chandley and I am joined by my esteemed co-hosts, my very esteemed co-hosts, <laughs> Connor Norcott and Liam Jones. Connor Norcott, how are you, man? Oh, you normally start with Liam. I, know, I was not expecting that. That's um, why I started with you. I'm good. I'm just taking my shoes off for the mm-hmm. listeners at home and I feel a lot more relaxed. I feel yeah. like I'm ready to go. And I didn't really feel like I was up to it this morning. I felt like... You know when you wake up sometimes and even after the first hour you're like, mm, I should still be in bed. A bit jaded, yeah. Yeah, now I feel like I'm alive and maybe it's all down to the shoes. I've got one question for you. Mm-hmm. Which, our questions used to be what we had for breakfast, but the question oh. for you today is, are you hungover? No. Oh. I know. I know. Fresh Thank boy. You. For once um, I'm not. Thank you. That is good. I mean, it's not. It's good. It's whatever you want it to be, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Liam Jones, how are you? Are you hungover? Um, no, I'm actually not hungover. Okay. Um, I had a great sleep last night. I went to sleep at half past twelve, which in That's my good, book, that. nice little early boy. Early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm quite impressed. That's fair. Um, I've got a new job, working in. Yeah. Odeon boy. New job, lad. Yeah. Working in the cinema yeah. that I now, I, I well, that I always have yeah. frequented. Yeah. So That's... yeah, eventually, no more bar work for me. Hopefully. That's oh. great. Yeah, that's great. You just be serving me beers behind the counter. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> by me. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's much better than I imagine some of the clientele currently. So, um, no let's move on from this interruption, and we'll talk about. I think we might have some new listeners, hopefully, because we do well. We've finished the competition by the time this goes out, but. Um, We'll just discuss how the podcast works. We watch films that we've never seen before, and then we talk about them on the podcast. It's really that simple. It doesn't take much explaining. <laughs> um, we've got an opening question this week, and as opposed, also as opposed to doing news, we're just going to talk a little bit about the Oscars for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, but the opening question is kind of in relation to Best Picture winner, Parasite, mm-hmm. and it is, what is your favourite foreign movie? Connor, do you want to go? Um, yeah, I, I find this quite hard to pick because it depends on what mood I'm in normally, yeah. but it's hard to get away from Old Boy, Park Chan-wook's Old Boy, which yeah. is another South Korean film that I think since the first time I've watched it, I've just thought that's one of the weirdest, strangest, most disgusting, disturbing films I've ever watched. Uh-huh. And I fucking love it. It's so, so good. And every time people ask me like, oh, what if, if I'm, like, I'm you know, trying to find something a bit foreign, a bit out of the, like, out of the normal mold, what should I watch? I'm like, what? If you can, <laughs> if you've got a strong stomach, watch this. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, that's probably the one I gravitate towards. I remember the first time I walked in from work and Liam and, and Laura were watching it and he was just like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, that was before really. some of the most fucked up parts happen. And I think Korean cinema is just where it's at at the minute. Yeah. He released a film in 2015, Park <laughs> Chan-wook, called The Handmaiden, which I love. And then you've now got uh, Bong Joon-ho winning Best Picture, Best Director for Parasite. So that's awesome. Koreans, where it's at. We're uh, gonna do Old Boy on the podcast, aren't we? We have to in a few weeks. Like have to, like have to, have a few to. weeks. Yeah. Um, Liam, do you want to? Do yeah. you have an idea of your favorite foreign? Movie? Yeah, I've been having a good hour think about this. I, I've not watched uh, as many foreign films as Connor, but um, mine is probably a film that uh, we did on the podcast, and I think it's my highest-rated film that I've reviewed on the podcast so far and it's spirited away mm. um studio ghibli um it's incredible i love it so much it's really beautiful yeah it, it's just a perfect movie yeah. isn't it it really is but I then need to, i need to rewatch it because i bought it for the podcast and watched it once mm. um i do really want to rewatch it again. it's now on netflix yeah we yeah yeah but then it's nice to own these yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. what's yours look um it's a two-way throw up so i've got one which feels like a cop-out even though it's not um hunt for the wilder people um, I know what you mean by like ter- cop out. Yeah, in yeah. terms of my, it's it is it is like a foreign movie, but in terms of like kind of um, 
what I would call maybe actually foreign to me um, is probably Wreck. Oh God, it's so good. The first time you watched it, never seen it. Neither have I. Oh, I know. It's because it's it's, it's a Connor's scary a, boy. A little bitch. And I'm a bitch when it comes to like I'll watch <laughs> yeah. them on my turn. If I feel ready to watch a horror I'll film, watch I'll be on my like, I really like that. Okay, I'll watch. Yeah. I'll watch one night. I'll, I'll probably dip into one every month. You know what? I don't like. <laughs> I'm just... surprised that actually I'm not that surprised. But you guys digged Roma, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Roma is incredible. I, I, Roma's amazing, but I find it's a it's one it's one of those films like Have you watched The Pianist? No. Where it's just like monumental, breathtaking film that will completely floor you. But it's a hard. There's some things in that film that make it hard to love. For yeah. Me. But it's it's like in terms of the you craft, know, it's great. just fuck. It's, it's ridiculous. And he's a genius, Alfonso Cuarón. So. I I want to watch uh, Wreck at some point. On yeah, the I think Wreck would be a good. Yeah, it's good. You know why? Um, <laughs> it's quite funny. I haven't watched many horror films recently because since we've moved into me and Connor moved into um, our new flat. Uh, our sofa is kind of centered in the middle of the kitchen living room. So there's loads of space behind you, loads oh, of empty space behind you. That's and true, you know. I've I not can't, thought about that. I can't sit there and watch a horror film. In case something I, comes out of the oven. No, for yeah. real. <laughs> Honestly, um, I watched... Um, I can't remember what it is, but there was some uh, a French horror TV show that was on Netflix. Oh, um, yeah. I, remember I can't remember what it's called it. now. But anyway... Uh, I, I binge watched that with Laura and when we were watching it in the living room I was always like over my shoulder <laughs> honestly thinking that someone was going to come and get me so um, yeah I'll always watch horror films like in my bedroom because my bed's mm. against the wall yeah. Yeah. I sit in the corner nothing I can, can see. come from nothing behind because behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know just a thought of like I, I'm the type of guy that won't have my feet outside the duvet because I oh, feel really? like someone's going to fucking oh, grab wow. me oh well mate you <laughs> really Rack will I think you. we should do it we've, we've, we've been talking yeah. about doing a foreign film week soon and I think maybe, maybe we'll try and sneak Rack in yeah. somehow it'd be cool to do that yeah yeah we can, to be fair we can even just sneak it in kind of whenever really can't we um, alright cool so that's a good open question uh, you so you guys stayed up didn't you and kind of like oh, semi live yeah. tweeted the uh, Oscars last yeah. week I really enjoyed tweeting it and, like, um, I, I, I really real enjoyed like reading them when I woke <laughs> yeah. up the day after it was um, good so do you want to just have a little recap because like I this is really bad. I probably should have done my research, but I didn't really pay um, attention. Paid that much attention, though. No. Do you want to join? Do you want um, a little chat about that? You know what? It was. It was. This year was kind of. It felt like, apart from the big news that we'll we'll talk about, and we've kind of already spoke about the fact that Parasite took home four awards. I feel like it was pretty much as predicted. Really, like the, all the main categories: Brad Pitt won, Laura Dern won, um, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix won, like all the acting ones, which are normally were the you know the jeopardy might be and it's kind of who you're rooting for i think it um they all kind of came in i think this oscars though will go down in history um as breaking the kind of a, a foreign film has never won best picture at the oscars. yeah like that is kind of monumental not to mention the parasite was not expected to win best director nor best picture 1917 was meant to win it i guess mm -hmm. that's what the bookies favorites was oh yeah it yeah, really yeah, yeah. Um, actually yeah if you bet that's, on parasite two months ago you would have made some serious fucking money i like. think that's worth just staying on for a second isn't it because actually that's a good point for for the longest time mm -hmm. until about a month ago maybe maybe until parasite i don't know um, came out here. I maybe know, it's, it's just the bubble that we live in because it was massive in America. Though. Well, no, but what I mean is like it, it was basically 1917's to lose in oh, a yeah, way. Yeah. And it feels like it, like Parasite is just kind of was in the right position on the home stretch and has just mm -hmm. become like a, a big thing yeah. in the last month. It was essentially, it was almost like a photo finish though, wasn't it? Like, yeah. We, yeah. Up until you saw the result, you thought, 
Like, I, I remember watching it and getting a bit, like, just flagged down by tiredness. I was like, oh, fuck this, I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Bong Joon-ho wins for Best Director. And I was like, what? Like, he'd already picked up um, original screenplay, him and, and the co-writer. I wish I could remember his name. And um, I kind of just thought, like, uh, okay, we're on to something a bit here. He wins Best Director. It picks up Best um, International Film as well. And then some, somehow, thankfully, the mm. right film, the best picture won Best yeah. Picture for once. And it felt deserved. Yeah, it, it yeah. I think having seen both the films, I feel like nineteen seventeen's good. It's like it really. Good. It would have been. I here's how it's I quite see it. a worthy. Yeah, it would have been a worthy. Yeah, winner right. had it almost had Parasite been like next year's or yeah, last year's because movie of, or vice versa. Of late, best picture winners um, have been kind of films that not many people have seen. Mm-hmm. Like obviously. Cinema, uh, big cinephiles would 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 have gone to see him like Green Book and then I know, Moonlight. Uh, one Moonlight, the other yeah, well, like fully deserved. Don't get me wrong, uh, yeah. but they're not massive films, are they? They're not films that are no, breaking yeah. in over a hundred million. Neither I've seen. That, um, I've seen neither of them. So, Moonlight. so I don't know. I, I think like Parasite now has. I think it's, it's. I think its global box office is maybe like nearly two hundred million dollars, which is incredible, and it's only going to go up because. I think Odeon have just announced... You get the that. Oscar bounce, don't you? Mm. It's, it's what happened. Slumdog Millionaire got it, and it, it made that film fucking massive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. like Odeon have just announced they're releasing Parasite in hundreds more, cine- hundreds of good, more man, cinemas. Um, I imagine all other cinema chains will follow um, with that. Um, Since we've been talking about it, I've had people ask me, like, should I watch this Parasite then? And I'm like, yeah. 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 If, yeah. You're even, if you're even considering it, go watch it. What, what, what have you got to lose? Yeah. You might watch a film you've got to read a bit for you know, you know I, I watch English films with the subtitles on, Same. so I, it doesn't really... I, I've never thought that's, about... That's interesting, because I've been reading... I read yesterday a bit of a thread on Twitter about subtitles becoming the norm, and this is bad. But I, I don't really want them to, but that's because I've Neither got... I, that's because really. me, personally, I've got a fucking issue. Like, they will just distract me. If, but, it's, if it's an English language film, I'm not really into yeah. it. But I'll do it, because the TV about, quality on a, on a thin... You know, flat screen TV is normally trash unless you've got surround sound mm, in your yeah. flat, which we're not going to fucking have it. Yeah. So you have subtitles because sometimes you need to fucking see what's going on while you've got the washing machine on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, someone's like, doing dishes. Yeah, like. that, that's that's kind of what it is. Like as soon as the washing machine comes on, like yeah. if the washing machine's it's on, game like, over. It's game over. Yeah. Your whole yeah. flat is shaking because it's made like paper yeah. mache. Or if the, kettle, like, if the kettle's on, yeah. the kettle's like, the worst for it. Like, yeah. I, was, I was watching Graham Norton the other day and kind of put the kettle on. I was like, right. Subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I, I, I think you're right on that. You said that it feels like uh, the Oscars is, is kind of like a breakthrough moment. Because mm. it feels like it could have been that, the, that way last year. If if last year played out the way most people thought it might, where Roma would have actually won mm-hmm. Best Picture, for my money, fully deserved it, yeah. didn't win it. What if won it in went the end last year? Green Book. Oh, dude, last year was fucking hell. It, it be- feels like people yeah, have been talking about the travesty of Green Book winning so, for like longer than a year. Because Moonlight, you had, they had there was that controversy with La La Land and Moonlight where they announced La La Land, oh but it was God, actually yeah. La La Land is the 1917 again, where it's like fully deserved probably if it yeah. won, but in reality the best the best film that year was Moonlight, and I'll fight anyone who disagrees with me. Mm. I've seen a lot of um, kind of cynical takes, um, basically saying that. The Oscars only awarded Parasite Best Picture because they kind of panicked about all of this Oscars so white um, hashtag and mm. all of the kind of calls for it being slightly misogynistic and mm-hmm. stuff. So I've seen, I saw quite a few takes saying that this is kind of them a trying sympathy to vote almost. yeah a sympathy vote or trying to cover their own back. So people kind of 
a little bit distracted mm-hmm. from the whole Oscar so white take and I can understand that like, sentiment we've had a, a South Korean film solely South Korean directed oh, the whole production team all the actors are Korean um, and, it, and it's one best picture not only that it was the first Korean film director. to win an Oscar first of all oh in, in, yeah in, which in is mad yeah. like that's fucking ridiculous I think that theory would have more credence had as someone who could very easily, like I, I don't, I like foreign films, but in mm-hmm. general, like, like the subtitle, it doesn't put me off at all. It, you know, it's I, I one additional it's little kind of like I, I will happily, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's and all it is. If I, I, it was just the best film, easily, like I it can't, just was, yeah. like it, My, I, people, people saying that, I bet if somehow we could find out mm-hmm. it, who was saying it, and if they'd seen the film, yeah, they won't have seen. Not the only film. that, if you look at the reaction of the room. When Parasite oh, yeah. gets an op- everyone's going everyone's fucking stoked, mad. Aren't they? Yeah. Everyone's pumped. So let's be like it won because it deserved to win, yeah. not because there was, it was a, a sympathy. There vote. was a really lovely moment where um, the kind of <laughs> they were accepting the best picture and the lights went out because they were like, right, that's it, you've had your time. The mm-hmm. lights went out. Then everyone started going yeah. up, yeah. up for the mic to come back up and the lights to come back on. Everyone's going up. Were people up, booing as well? Oh, yeah, I, I yeah, heard that yeah. people booed. That's like, boss. And then the, the, the lights came back up, the microphone came back, and everyone was like, yes, because they wanted to hear them. Yeah. Like, they wanted, because they, I'm not, they are, they, it, it's the most uplifting success story this year, I think. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. Like, in terms of like the big grand films, do you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I'm so, so gassed at one. I know, I don't know, I don't know, because you didn't really watch the Oscars this year, but you probably saw the highlights mm. on Twitter. Do you have yeah. a favourite moment? From the Oscars? Yeah. I'm torn um, between two. I think I found Brad Pitt's speech pretty sweet. That yeah. line that you sing, you singled out that once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah. ain't it the truth? Ain't that the Fuck, truth? Yeah. That's just... You know what? I read an interesting piece, and I'll tweet it out, actually, mm-hmm. uh, on, like, Friday or maybe the weekend, yeah. about... Um, Speech writing for uh, for yeah, award yeah, ceremonies yeah. And, and talking about Brad Pitt in particular. Because oh, yeah, his, speech, his speeches have become really good. Well, he had prepared a lot of them, but this one felt unprepared. And yeah, you could tell. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and I think maybe I don't know. This is a big award for him. Seeing Taika Waititi almost tear up was a bit heartbreaking as well. He oh, was yeah. so happy. You can tell. Like he's normally so you know like he's like, cool. Really he's, he's, the, he's the fucking coolest customer, isn't he? Like, same he's as Brad Pitt. Cool they dude. both just yeah. kind of just take it in the stride. That's, but that's when they really good, were though, on that stage like and that. they had the Oscar in their hand, they were like, you could see a little bit of te- mm. not tears, but they were holding back some form of. There were know, quite emotion. a lot of important. So obviously, with Taika Waititi winning. Um, Best adapted screenplay for mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, and in his acceptance speech, he was saying like the importance of kind of, kind of I don't know, get putting indigenous people on Ma- yeah, on man. like a pedestal because you know there's hardly any indigenous people I guess yeah. making films or mm-hmm. or in that industry or that the people are aware of because people, of yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, then with uh, I guess everyone knows that. South Korea uh, have been making great films for years, mm-hmm. um, but now they're only just being what? So it's taken, I guess, the kind of, from my knowledge, I don't know, the last, the last 30 years, like that South Korea have been making kind of five star, kind of yeah. groundbreaking films. Yeah. And what it's taken 30 years for them to get recognition mm-hmm. at, at award shows. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, it's kind of, uh, is that going to be, is it going to take 30 more years for kind of, Indigenous people to get recognition. I know you mean. Probably not, but also I think that I think this is an excuse, but I think maybe a reason is that 
the world was a lot bigger like 30 odd years ago uh, yeah you know in terms of like distribution and, th- and, yeah. and like also we've got like the internet now so like I, I could there'd be a point where for whatever reason if Parasite wasn't picked up I would trust Netflix to pick Parasite do you know what I mean like where uh, yeah. we've got there's more avenues now and studios are going to have to react to the fact that there's I mean I, I even think Amazon Amazon Studios are going to have to react that the fact that Netflix is willing to pick up mm-hmm. good fucking films now. Well, Netflix did pick up his previous film Octa, didn't they? So yeah, did they really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And you know what? It, I'm glad I they. It, but I'm it's, glad. It's, it's cool that they have it because it's it's another one with like it's kind of barbed with a political message in there that mm-hmm. you kind of don't have to dig that deep into uh-huh. to, to figure it out. Yeah, I like it a lot. What, My favorite um, moment. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say, what was your favorite moment? Um, oh, it's hard. Everyone giving Martin Scorsese credit. For, mm. He was nominated for what, like six or seven Oscars. Irishman won fuck all, and you know, fair enough. It doesn't mm. need it. But um, when Bong Joon Ho was on stage and he was, he he mentioned that quote that um, I I wish I could remember it, but he, he calls off a quote that he he'd been bit like burning into his head since he heard it. And it was from Martin Scorsese, and he was like, "I just want to thank you." And everyone turned around and gave him a like round of applause. Yeah. Everyone stood up. I was Sp- like, "Yeah, you hear Spike Lee in the background go, yeah, Marty.' Yeah, and Spike Lee's just." you know what it was just it was so wholesome and yeah, so yeah. nice and I loved it it was really really cool I really really enjoyed um, Cynthia Erivo's performance for the song from her film Harriet that she was nominated for I, I just thought because there were so many musical performances that and were they trash. were all shit yeah, even I like Eminem them. came on did Lose Yourself trash. and it was shit like he needs to just retire now we appreciate what you did 20 years ago now just retire <laughs> um, but then she came on and she is incredible. She's mm. so she, yeah. obviously her voice is incredible, and the song was really good as well. Like, and it was just one of the moments I was like, "Yeah, mm. sick." Like, I needed this. Mm. I needed like an That's actual great. nice little interval. That That's was... this is kind of the same. I kind of felt like that in the middle of the NFL, you know. So when the half time, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm the last," but NFL, I was just yeah. watching because it, it was on. And like, I think J Lo's performance, I was very much like. I didn't expect this, and this was really enjoyable. Yeah, a lot yeah. of energy. Um, okay, so before I move on to the actual films that we're going to cover today, was the we you said that you were surprised, not surprised by Jojo Rabbit winning best yeah. adapted. Well, I hadn't really followed. But I mean, was there anything that? Because I don't think there was that much that was surprising. I, mean, I you really guessed, thought you Little Women a lot of it. A lot it of was the only one I got wrong. Yeah, I thought Little Women would win it because I was kind of I wasn't really paying attention to what was winning it, mm-hmm. but. I just couldn't. I don't know. I, I because I didn't love it as much. Maybe it was my own personal bias uh-huh. that was mm. clouding it. Because for my money, I think Little Women is that adaptation is perfect, and I, she should have been nominated for best director. I know we talked about it, but she, mm. it's a fucking joke. Yeah, that she I, I think it was mental. That um, she wasn't. So it, winning it, I, I was kind of like, okay, I'm, I don't know. It, it just didn't really feel like an Oscar film to me. I know that's such a wanky statement, but. It didn't, mm. and I think this was kind of one of the years where Oscar fi- the the idea of the Oscar film was kind of thrown aside. Oh yeah, Parasite winning. Yeah. I think that's and pretty Joker helpful. being nominated as well. Like, that's not a typical Oscar film. It, in I tone, think, I think, but because it's comic booky, yeah. yeah, you're probably. I think right, yeah. to be fair, I was kind of worried that Joker would win loads, but it turned out it just won what it deserved. Uh, yeah. What well, I was yeah, it, it definitely won that. Hills of Gwynedotia. Um, I hope I pronounced <laughs> that correctly, but she won. Uh, best score and it was fully deserved because her score was beautiful and it was it was kind of the only one that rivals quite, it for my money is Thomas Newman yeah 1917 Roger yeah. Deakins won cinematography mm. for 1917 yeah and even I was like yeah fine like yeah. It, it was never a competition no I, I think maybe because he won cinematography they felt like they didn't have to give Sam Mendes director 
Because Roger Deakins and Sam Mendes worked so closely on that film. Yeah. That they kind of True, both... but there's so I feel like there's so much direction that you don't see on screen. No, absolutely. I, mean? I think yeah. But yeah, you're you're right. You know what? It's a, it's over now and I can't wait to not have to look at film yeah. Twitter fucking Wow, where's Greta Gerwig? What the hell? Where's Lorraine Scafaria? I'm like, what fucking chill out, man. Yeah, Yuli Wang. Yeah, I am that's a bit sad actually. <laughs> yeah. Going back to um Joker before I move on, mm-hmm. I was worried that it would I think when Joker came out mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if we all thought it would win a lot more than it won. Mm. I think it maybe deserved 11 nom- mm. 10, 11 nominations, but it got what it, it got what it deserved because it wasn't the best. It was, wasn't the best like, because it came out and then films came out that were better than it. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's, that's, Do you know what I mean? That's like, perfectly so, right. And I was a bit worried to be like, uh, and I, it's nowhere near as bad as everyone gives it credit no. as everyone doesn't give it credit for. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? It was uh, all right. It was all right all round. Mm. The only thing I'd cancel forever is um, stop. Stop. I, I don't want musical performances in it. I'm sick of them. I know Cynthia Erivo's was cool. Elton John came on. And even at that point, it was three in the morning. I was like, <laughs> fuck off, Elton. Man. Like, <laughs> you know what? I love Rocket Man. It's, it's a good song. I've not saw the film, whatever. I'll see you some other time. Yeah. And get rid of Renee Zellweger because... Fuck off! That speech was terrible. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> there we I'm are. Sorry. We'll get rid of her, and we'll get rid of that segment of the uh, podcast <laughs> well, as well. We uh, all know, really, that Lupita Nyong'o should have won Best Actress, and she wasn't even nominated. So. Yeah, she was. Uh, she first. Uh, she was really whatever. good in, in, in us. Um, and also, shout out to Adam Sandler's Independent Spirit <laughs> yes. Award. That's speech, how you do a speech. Which, if you haven't seen it, is what was it? He said something like he said about the Oscars being. Um, our independent spirits will live on forever yeah it was really there was funny bits there was self-deprecating bits but it was was, real though and there was yeah and and everyone seemed to like be really happy for Sam what did he say he was like those fluffy haired douchebag motherfuckers the headed douchebag (laughs) motherfuckers that's such a at the Oscars Um, okay great so we'll check that out if you haven't seen it (laughs) Um, if you haven't saw it you have to watch it (laughs) it's really good fun Um, and I am on board with Sandler now forever. <laughs> um, so we'll cover. Let's let's move on to the movie segment of the podcast. Uh, first off, we're going to cover Drive, which I believe is Liam's first take. It is. Um, just some basic info. Uh, the budget was only. For, it came out in 2011. The budget was 15 million pounds, and the box office was 81 million pounds. Um, which for, I think, as a as a by way of context, because we all all give these numbers, that's pretty good. Because I imagine when you ad marketing on that comes to 30 35 million mm. so you've kind of still made yourself a bit of a, a bit of profit there um and the director so i feel like i'm going to get this wrong but uh, nicholas wine is it winding reffin is that right uh nicholas nicholas yeah the director Nick, the, nicholas the, di- <laughs> the director of the movie director of the movie um liam <laughs> do you want to give us a bit of a a bit of a lowdown on the plot please of course um yeah, so Drive, um, starring Ryan Gosling as the driver. Um, he is a mysterious Hollywood stuntman. He's also a mechanic. And he is moonlighting as a getaway driver um, and finds himself in a spot of bother where he, when he uh, gains the affections of his neighbour, played by Carrie Mulligan. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of the basis of mm. the story. That, that's kind of all you need to know. Yeah. Whenever I've heard about people talking about this film, I've just heard of, like people have said, "This is this is Ryan Gosling driving around for an hour and a half, and mm. just, getting, shit gets real." And I was like, "Okay, okay, that sounds interesting. <laughs> that sounds interesting." But um, it's a great film. I'd I'd like heard some of the soundtrack before I'd seen the film, and it kind of made me 
want to watch the film yeah. even more. The soundtrack is amazing. The score is amazing. The cinematography is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the performances are fine, yeah. um, I guess. Um, but I think what makes the movie is kind of the direction mm-hmm. um, as a whole is kind of great. Um, yeah, I, I, my first take, I think when the film finished, I, I, I guess I thought, yeah, this is, this is a really good film. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it was like groundbreaking. I wouldn't say I was uh, blown away by it. There are actually some moments that I found a little bit unnecessary. Okay. Um, and I'm not one to kind of be have this sort of um, opinion at all, really, when it comes to like violence in film. I usually, if it if it warrants it, fine. But I I think it kind of went from zero to a hundred quite quick. And some of the violence was a little bit, in my mind, mm-hmm. unnecessary. Okay, um, that's interesting. Vi- the violence towards like women as well. I think like I'm not trying to like get on a high horse or anything at all. But I think yeah, the attitudes towards women in this are a little bit mm, skeptical, I guess. And, okay. Um, I don't know. I guess yeah, yeah. I, I liked loads of it, but then some of it I was uh, had quite strong opinions about. Yeah, not liking it. Did you feel? Um this is if you answer how I think you might. This is a thing that we were talking about earlier. Did you just kind of like just you like the film? Yeah. Do you I, know what I mean? Like cause sometimes we've got like oh my god, like this Book film Smart, is amazing. For example, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like it's amazing. Mm. And me and Connor were talking. Well, I think you were there. We were talking downstairs about how like I really kind of want to champion thinking films. Films are, are good. Good. Yeah, and yeah. then we can, and and then that's that's also fine. Yeah. It's it's like I feel like I should be I don't know using loads of like descript mm. like like I should be describing it um well mm-hmm. I guess but it was just good and I think when a film is just good it's hard to I don't know paint it really yeah, colorfully yeah. I guess because yeah. all I can think of is that there were a lot of things I liked uh, some things I didn't like I think one thing was actually uh, the I think the cast is great there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that I really like in this film but I, I think the performances are... I think Carrie Mulligan is great in everything she's in. She's really good in this. Um, but I think Ryan Gosling is just fine. Like, I've seen him in, obviously, La La Land, First Man, where he puts in stellar performances, mm-hmm. really, really first-class performances. Mm-hmm. But in this, you know, there's not a lot of dialogue for yeah. him. And he's just kind of... I don't think he suits not having dialogue. No, he doesn't at all. He's got this... Like, his face just doesn't seem... I don't know if he's he's meant to be going for this kind of, like... Yeah. Deadpan, brooding. maybe like a kind of a yeah, deadpan like thing. a deadpan like brooding look, but it just kind of look kind of looks smug. I'm not totally sure he can yeah do it really. I yeah. think as so he's not just a driver, is he? He, he gets involved in some pretty heavy heavy stuff and, yeah. and a lot of violence. Uh, you know, he he ends up being incredibly violent towards a, a bunch of people, <laughs> and I don't know if it's if he's if he always. Sorry, carries the threatening, imposing figure that or that he's meant to be, mm-hmm. and I I just don't know if that works all yeah. the time for him, and that's something I find as well. Like I've watched it a couple of times, but not for a, I a think long as, time. I think as well, in, you you don't really see him being violent at all. So I don't think no for, for uh, sorry for like the first hour of the film. Yeah. Um. So I guess you're not really sure what he is capable of. And then it goes from him not really doing anything other than driving to then him 
like pulling a, a, like a curtain railing off the wall and stabbing some guy through the stomach, mm. then shooting some guy in the face with a shotgun. Like, in there's the no sense like, that that in the there's space no of sense that, that could, could come either. Yeah, there? like there's no. In my opinion, okay. I don't think that. I, I think it's very calm, and yeah. then that happens. I so I agree. That, that's with why it, I was I was so kind of like. I, that's why I felt it was unnecessary within the context of an hour. It was an hour of kind of quietness mm-hmm. almost, and then it goes from that to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think the violence. I know it's an eighteen, so they can be as violent as gross as they want, but I just don't think. It warranted that kind of graphic nature. Yeah. It doesn't. So, if, if you're going to be like that throughout the whole film, then it would make more sense. But for it to be an hour of kind of like, or like solemn and quite like foreboding, I guess, and then it goes to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's I, quite a male fantasy. I th- I find this film. Like I remember when we talked about it yesterday, I was like, oh, it's such a guy film. Mm. And I realized what I meant was it's it's a male fantasy, isn't it? It's the idea of being this kind of almost samurai-like, pensive, cool, mm. calm, collected guy. But when shit hits the fan, he's ready you've to got, do what yeah, he needs to be. And you know what? Minerals, so, yeah. I get, you've, exactly, you, I think you've got the minerals for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't find it excessive, but, and I actually think it's it's a little bit foreshadowed and it's a little bit hinted at that this is what, maybe what Nicholas Winding Refn's trying to do, but I don't know if Ryan Gosling's able to convey it in that manner because there's a, there's a scene where he's in a cafe and it's after so he's, he's been pissed. It's after Standard, who's, who's Oscar Isaac's character, who he comes back into Irene Carrie Mulligan's life. Who, who, it was her husband who was in jail. And after Ryan Gosling finds out that he was into some dodgy shit, he's in this cafe, and some guy comes up to him and says, "Oh, you're um, you're Shannon's friend. Uh, you did a job for me a while back. I got busted a couple a couple months ago, and I had some other driver, and it all went south. He was, I've got this job for you." And he says something like why don't you shut your mouth before I kick your teeth down your throat mm. and make you? And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, all right. So he had, like, the, I think there is certain bits where you're like, okay, he's got a bit of something else about him. But I know what you mean. In the portrayal of the violence, it is a bit graphic. Does that come back to then maybe... Um, it might be an acting might, thing. Yeah, um, does that then come back to a, um, a thing about Ryan Gosling? Because um, we were talking about this before when you said about, like, I can't remember what we were talking about, but you were like, well, intonation is important. And he said to Liam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost in a way that, like, you can say, like, he can say that, mm-hmm. but you're not seeing it as an expression or as, like, a, Maybe. Or as, like, a pencil. And ag- I remember. Or when... as, like, an aggressive action. Uh-huh. And when we really? did La La Land, I remember you saying, you said something really similar that you find him quite hard, like, physically conveying he's whatever he's weirdly playing, feeling. even yeah. though he's saying some things. Mm-hmm. And I think. When he acts, ver- his actual acting, verbal acting, is really impressive. But I, I think physically, it leaves mm. a, it's a bit to be. It's wanted. unusual, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe that's where the issue of, well, at least for me, I, yeah. I find it a little bit not jarring. And it's not like it's bad. It's just it just feels a little bit off tone. Yeah, maybe. I think um, so. My feeling is, I just I do really like this film. Oh yeah, me um, too. I by think the I, way. I think I maybe <laughs> like it more than like Lee. I think I like it more than it being good, but it's it's actually mostly. Um, I feel like it's a vehicle for cool things that aren't necessarily yeah. like the cool plot. science, yeah. right? The cool you know cinematography. Yeah, the, it all looks LA. very. It kind of looks, yeah, exactly. It uh-huh. looks how I would love yeah. like a lot more films to look yeah. in like a weird, like a noir kind of way. It is a neo noir, yeah. And um, and I enjoy the storyline. I enjoy the kind of 
there's a bit of a love element, but then Ryan Gosling's character can't kind of have Carrie Mulligan's even though, you know even though they end up running away together. I do, I do really like the delicacy of their yeah. uh, of their relationship. To be fair, I think yeah. it's, that's actually done really well. So there's this kind of um, love triangle, I guess, between. Uh, Ryan Gosling's driver, um, Irene Carrie Mulligan's character, and then Oscar Isaac, who is uh, this character called Standard, who is uh, Carrie Mulligan's uh, husband. He's in prison. Then he comes out um, just as kind of um, driver and Irene are kind of getting quite close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this that's kind of when everything goes tits up, really, um, because... Ryan Gosling's character gets really kind of hooked and uh, gains a massive connection with uh, Carrie Mulligan and her 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 son. Um, And then Oscar Isaac's character gets into um, some shit. Like he owes people money for protection he had in prison. Mm -hmm. So then essentially he needs to do this... They rob a pawn shop. Rob a pawn shop. And then Driver says, okay, I'll, I'll do this because if this means I can make sure that... Uh, her and her son are safe then I will do this because that's all he wants he wants them to be safe because mm. he's kind of fallen in love with both of them um, and yeah I think everything but then it kind of runs deeper than that as well there's kind of double crossings triple crossings yeah. um, it is very it's very noir it's very like yeah. um, uh, what's the oh my God, Sam Spade Humphrey Bogart that type of like element where there's this guy who's really mysterious and really quiet but he has a really earnest heart mm. even though he does some shady things and i get it like yeah. that is once again a romantic figure in, in hollywood history that people it's naturally are it's all a bit of a romantic notion isn't yeah, it yeah you're and films. you're naturally inclined to you know believe in a symbol like like that yeah. like like driver here but i don't know if if i don't know i'm not, I'm tr- not trying to slag off ryan gosling as well i'd maybe it just feels like something's a little bit off here. It stops mm. the film from being more than just a, a pretty good film yeah. for me. It feels quite a bit... It's weird. It's, I, Ryan Gosling is an enigma because I don't think I've <laughs> ever seen him in be, and this is going to sound harsh, but be Amazing. That, that good in anything. And oh, I yeah. almost mean like he's just a, he plays, he's just a part filler. I love him. I really La La like Land. it. And there's loads that I haven't seen him in. So I'm saying that very much, not like I think he's a bad actor, but yeah. like I've heard he's great in The Nice Guys. I haven't seen that. Oh. Place Under the Pines is supposed to be all right. I haven't seen that. The, Both of those, he's, he's really good. So you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm just thinking the things that I've seen him in, the mm-hmm. problem that I get is I can't really cling on, cling on to him almost because he's not offering anything. Yeah. He's, he's offering like this smooth kind of smooth talking kind i think of this th- no words a bad role for yeah him. maybe a strange yeah, fit and his maybe. his acting type lends itself perfectly to his performance in first man i agree Neil armstrong because i agree he uh is really kind Stoic. of really pensive really yeah. kind of okay yeah. wood, i think he works well almost. in blade runner as well yeah yeah because yeah, he has no, to yeah, be sure. reserved without being like the acts of violence in that aren't like someone who's unhinged whereas in this there's like a tinge of Someone who's not fully there, yeah, almost then, a bit yeah. like the taxi driver element. Yeah. Of someone who's can snap at that minute. Yeah. But then I don't think that's that's the problem with this. In Blade Runner, it's done well. Like the character development is done well. In this, I don't think it is. Well, done to be well fair, enough. in Blade Runner, you're, you've got probably the one of the best directors in, in the game at the minute. Yeah, no, no, that that's true. But I, I that's what it dis. Yeah, I know what you mean. Doesn't flesh him out enough to the point where I understand his motives. Like Luke mm. said, I think this is mostly, and uh, there is a pun involved here, a vehicle for coolness. Yeah. That's what this, that, like, uh, on the first time I watched this, and I find it hard to separate myself from the first time I watched this because 
I was blown up. It was so cool and violent, and there was cool music, and it was in LA, and I was like, fuck this, yeah. I'm going to go and yeah, it is a LA cool and movie. be awesome. Really if cool I'd have movie. watched it when I was younger, I think I would have loved oh, it yeah, way massively. more. I think if I watch it again, knowing knowing what will happen, yeah. I think I'll be able to understand. And you appreciate the style a lot more, mm. because now, with my uh, film critic analysis hat on, I find it it's a lot more style over substance and I get, I think that's also kind of what they're trying to do. Yeah. So I'm here for it. Like I I'm fully, I'm fully bought into it. Like they're not masquerading as something else. I think they are a comfort, like with Nicholas Winding Refn and I wish I could remember the writer, um, uh, Hussein Amini. I think those guys, they know, they know that they've got something in place here that they're comfortable, like the parameters mm. they've set, they're comfortable working within and I'm yeah. here for it. Once you can look past that and you don't realize that, or you realize that there's not that much below the surface, it's a cool movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. That, that, that's a really good way to put it. I think um, is a, I don't know. That's literally what? summed up the film, though, isn't it? Really, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I, I don't want to end there, but like, no, no, there's yeah, a lot. There's that is cool stuff to talk about in this because, um, I, I don't know. You was there any favorite parts, favorite scenes for you two? Because there's some bits that stick out for me. And they are the violent parts because I really like the uh, so there's a part where um, Irene has a, getting a car fixed and then uh, Brian Cranston's character who Shannon. is Shannon um, he he's says so up, good he offers up driver to mm-hmm. give her a lift home instead of getting a call for a lift or getting a taxi or whatever and then they swing by the like the uh, what is it. The like aqueduct, a, yeah, the aqueduct, yeah. and then they just he like says, "Oh, do you want to see something fun?" And like that is like as a scene, I just think is quite romantic, and the music, and also like the Huey element, the uh-huh. camera and the colours, and you got the the soundtrack, the kind of synthy vibratory mm, yeah. soundtrack. I just think it's, it's so... like really, um, it just appeals to to all the things that I like, super yeah, superficially of a film. Not, not to mention, sorry to cut you off, no, not to right. mention. This is also a really good example of storytelling without dialogue. Like, nothing really gets said. Mm. There's no, no real interaction, no. but there's really, like, the, the in terms of um, cinematography and editing and direction, it's all cut perfectly mm. so you understand what is being said without it being said. And yeah. I think that's really commendable. What are, what do we think of the the big bads in this? So you've got kind oh, of oh man, I forgot Ron per- Ron Perlman's fucking Ron, sick. Ron Perlman and Albert right. Brooks as well. Yeah, another taxi driver yeah. connection. So what a guy. Ron Ron Perlman, I guess, uh, and Ron Perlman's character Nino and Albert Brooks, Bernie Rose, are kind of partners mm-hmm. um, in this weird kind of what would you call them? I'd say they're they're you know on the verge of like a criminal syndicate. Yeah, almost. They're, gangsters, they're, sm- they're quite. They're a type. bit of a. Sp- because they t- they're a bit of a s- not small time mm. syndicate, but they talk about other. They talk about the East family, yeah. East Coast yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And then you've got uh, Brian Car- uh, Cranston's character Shannon, who is loosely connected to them. He's, he I think kind he's of knows them. To them. It's like he's in debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's in debt to them, and he offers up driver to them uh, at to be a driver. Yeah. Um, but I see. I kind of didn't quite understand the so. They're also connected to Oscar Isaac's character, Standard, because he owes. It's them that the, he owes money to, right? I think he owes money to their guys. You know the yeah. guy that Ryan 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 Gosling. I'm going to call him Ryan Gosling because Nicholas Winding Refn's a bit pretentious and yeah. just called him Driver. Yeah, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that the guy that Ryan Gosling ends up putting a bullet on his forehead with a hammer, which is a fucking sick scene. I'm so sorry, but it is. Yeah, it is. Um, that guy was is Albert Brooks and. 
or sorry, is it's like their guy. There. He's their yeah. like underling lieutenant yeah. or whatever. And I think because I don't know because you mess with their guy, the guys above them who are um, Nino and Bernie get involved. And once that all becomes like it is a bit hard to pin down who's involved, and that is also a noir element. Yeah. Mm. Whether it's done intentionally or not, I don't know. Yeah, see, that's what I was. But it does of. lend itself to that type of. It's not a noir film. In you know, in in how you would classify the old noirs of the twenties or whatever, or the fifties, sorry, but it's got a lot of components. It's got a lot of ingredients, hasn't it? Yeah, and it just yeah, yeah. And whether you know whether <laughs> intentionally or not, it does kind of work sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my, one of my favorite favorite scenes is is that when the heist goes wrong, because it's such a good example of how to do tension in a film. Like, so you have. Um, Ryan Gosling play is the driver for the heist, and then Standard is the guy who's meant to go in and rob the pawn shop. But there's also someone else called Blanche who's played by Christina, Christina Hendricks. Yeah. What the fuck? That's so weird. I don't know. Anyway, uh, th- those two go into the shop, and um, they don't show you what happens, which is first of all is great. I, I, I like that a lot because then you don't know that anyone's going to be double crossed. And if you saw Christina Hendricks' reaction, you might be twig on to something, but it comes as a surprise later. Um, she comes out with a bag probably full of cash I think it's full of cash a million dollars isn't yeah it? dumps it in the in the back seat of the car standard still nowhere to be seen and then a couple maybe like a minute passes by but because of editing sound design which it was nominated for an Oscar for it feels like time's taken forever and finally mm. he comes out and Ryan Gosling opens the car door and you expect him to get in and, and run away but he gets shot first of all I think it clips his ear first maybe mm. And then you think, fuck, run. And then Ryan Gosling gets out of the car to look at him. Yeah, that's um, really good, isn't it? And then he gets shot dead. And with like, in the next shot, they've drove off or they're driving off. And there's another car that chases them. And that whole transition from heist to chase is just so cool. Yeah. It's a good like example of art, not art house, kind of indie art house cinema infiltrating action cinema mm-hmm. and it's really cool i'm really yeah. into it that's kind of like the double crossing that comes in isn't it it's because mm-hmm. um, you realize that nino was on to another part of the east coast family who yeah. was storing a million dollars in cash there and he sets them up to go and collect it and yeah. then they were going to rob them and take the money and that's oh, it's, it's that's cool but when it all goes tits up you realize that it's all going to go downhill from here yeah what i'm getting is a lot of the good f- <laughs> A lot. This again sounds harsh on Ryan Gosling or any or any other performances in the film, but a lot of the cooler, a lot of the better bits mm-hmm. are the bits where the heavy lifting is happening around the characters. So I mean, all that's happening here is they're sat in a car, mm-hmm. and apart from the shot where he gets out of the car when um, Stander oh, gets the shot, and, and then the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the heavy lifting is done by other other mm-hmm. thing, other elements in the mm-hmm. film, and it's almost like. It's kind of almost, I don't know, like movie making is art, but it feels a bit like it's more art it's than movie. Like it's more like cinema. it's more like yeah, a bit in yeah. that way. Yeah, it's more like f- art that you would have around the house or whatever, like to look at as opposed to take in. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, I think this is another which one isn't bad. I don't think, like that's not a criticism. I lo- I, I love all that. I love yeah, consuming yeah. all the things that are happening, and I I do feel like fuck, this is such a cool movie mm-hmm. in the way that like. Other things are fucking cool, but yeah, I, I just yeah yeah. 
I think this is another one of those instances where the more we talk about a film, the more I realise that I might have liked it more. Or you might want to revisit it. Or more, yeah, yeah. 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 Because I get like this. I think I'm going to feel like this when we talk about Booksmart because there's stuff I really liked, there's stuff I I didn't love. Mm, Yeah. But it's not really my genre of film. Booksmart is something that you preferred, didn't you? I preferred it the second time round. Yeah. I call that the. I'm going to call that the uncut gems. (laughs) The uncut gems effect. Literally, as days go by after that (laughs) podcast, you're jonesing for it. You want to put a bet on with it. Yeah. Is there, is there anything else that you want to pick up out of, out of Drive? Because Maybe just um, chat about the end because... Um, I don't like the ending. I don't like the ending right. either. I, I think it's... Right. I think I quite liked it. Uh, I like well, sorry, not the ending, the, the end of the of the second act, which is... Well, essentially 20... what happens, Driver gets his revenge back on yeah. everyone. So he, he essentially kills everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's dead now. All the mm-hmm. players are dead. It's just... Uh, him left, he's been stabbed in the stomach and he drives off in his car. Mm-hmm. But then it's kind of... I, I like the fact that, you know, you get this close-up side angle um, shot with like, the sun in the background. Like the sun's, it's, the sun's coming down, I think. And it is really pretty. Do you mean the, one it, it, the kind of fade to white that isn't a fade to white? Yeah, and it, li- yeah. it, it lingers on his face for a long time. Yeah, I, I hate that. But I think... <laughs> He's got this wry smile on his face, and I think you're meant to think that he's kind of happy he's knowing won. that yeah. he's won and yeah. knowing that Irene is and her son are safe. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of that reflective moment. I think and I right. did quite like it, but then this, the closing shot is just a bit bland for me, and it's just him driving off. And uh, yeah. like, I get it because it's called Drive, <laughs> and most of the film is him driving. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to end with him driving. Yeah. But I, it was a bit bland for me. I would honestly. Cheesy, I know, but I would have liked him to maybe the final shot Them in the to be runoff. I don't know him like knock on a door and it's her in some like random motel where she's gone to hide. She op- she opens the door and then they both smile or something like that. Like and then it cuts the Damien Chazelle like, shot. Yeah, like something shot reverse shot. End. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this something like um, I guess kind of not sweet, not. Cheesy, but a little bit. I do feel like interpretation, but it's also obvious what happens. It's a, it's, it's it's hard because like I feel that moment like at the end of sorry just to cut you off. I just thought of like the exact moment at the end of Blade Runner twenty forty nine oh. with that the um, Deckard and his daughter when that short reverse shot of them two recognizing yeah. each other. You're talking about probably the best film ever made. So it's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. um, <laughs> well, I will. Yeah, yeah. It's hard though because I feel like because this film is, and I think most of us. Well, probably all of us will agree that it is mostly style over substance. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really do an ending that feels like you've served the characters well because yeah, they don't yeah. really get to do much, but you're invested in the love story. Mm. At least I am. Mm. Um, I, but I agree with you. I don't really. I didn't really love the end. Can I just much. quickly ask a question? Yeah, uh-huh. of course. And it's linked to the score and the soundtrack because I think both are like the score um, is very similar to the sound to the songs that are used in 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 the soundtrack. Quite synthy. Quite. Um, What's, what's like tech tech I don't know yeah, what you call I know. it yeah I suppose so it is synthies the one Dis- like disco-y yeah. in a way as well but uh-huh. um, anyway the score and the soundtrack are in my opinion like perfect yeah I think they serve the film they are MVPs they the of this movie aren't they yeah. and I, I honestly think it adds almost a whole kind of star to the film like I, I, I think like the film in if if the score was shit, I think the film in my eyes would be like two and a half, maybe maybe nearly three star. But wow. the score gives it it it, it makes it so elevates atmospheric and elevates it? everything. Atmospheric's it, the perfect yeah, word to use. Then, and it yeah. brings it to around probably like a three and a half, four star. And I just want to like, can we think of any other films that use the score and Blade the, Runner? 
but like that would make that make it so much better than it would have been. Oh, okay. I don't think Blade Runner you know would I mean? be bad with a different yeah, exactly. score, but it wouldn't work. The first like, Blade Runner does not work without the Vangelis score at it's, all. It's hard. Both of the films that we're doing today lean on music yeah. and score heavily, but for different reasons. So yeah. I think. So let's take for example, Booksmart could probably interchange some of the songs, yeah. and you yeah. could find a different vibe. But they're all really good. But yeah. we're here, like I, I, I can't think. Of I honestly many of think the... this is like the because people you speak to, honestly, uh-huh. I've spoke to a lot of people who have either gone, "Year of Sin Drive." The soundtrack's sick. Yeah. Or, no, I haven't seen Drive. The, but sound, the, soundtrack's, but the soundtrack's sick. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it is. It's all about the bananas. Well, this, you're drive, right. There's really. so much of an emphasis on the soundtrack in Drive that they literally made an alternative soundtrack. Radio, yeah, Radio One, one uh, Zane Lowe, like produced an alternative soundtrack, wow. which is similar songs, but they were written and produced a lot of for like the film. Churches, and, yeah, and Bastille, and Bastille and stuff like that. that. It, was, it's, it's, it came out in 2012. It was good, like it was good, mm. but that's kind of how much they rely on on the soundtrack. It like that's how big the soundtrack was. Is that they create their own that's sound, a really like good an alternative question, soundtrack. I can think of stuff that is elevated and made so much better. I like think Lord the, of the Rings would be trash without this, without the music. I disagree; it'd be trash. Okay, well, think, exaggeration. I, but, but like, uh, for like, okay, Avengers Endgame, the 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 moment you know before the Avengers assemble, so when they're all together, and that kind of that that score the by um, Alexandra um, Alestri. Sylvester, I'd, Sylvester, anyway, it's, it's incredible and it builds up and, and that elevates it so much like to the point where it gives me goosebumps because of how good the score is mm. uh, and, and, and like accompanied with like what's in the shot. And I, I'm struggling to think of like other 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 moments. I, don't, I honestly think that there might not be because I think the, 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 the songs and the score go so well with the, the, the hazy visuals yeah. and, and the neon, the neon visuals yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's... It sounds like what you're looking at. Yeah. Whereas, like, Booksmart, for example, does in a way, but then there's also probably other excellent pop songs you could interchange oh, in there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? 100%. Like, it's just a cool, like, Booksmart's a cool playlist, and Drive wouldn't work without the music that you've got there. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's almost like they've somehow picked the, 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 the whole score and soundtrack absolutely perfectly like anything else mm. would, it's almost like they got the soundtrack well, yeah. and then made a film off mm, it yeah yeah um, which yeah, they actually might yeah. have done by the yeah. looks of it um so anything else to add before we wrap up i'm glad <sighs> I'm, that was the only thing that i was going to bring up was should we just spend a minute talking about the soundtrack yeah, i think it's gonna bug me it like, would be remiss to think. not talk about the opening which i think is fucking incredible Remind the, me opening the opening heist the which opening is, heist um, is good so like the whole chase through LA at the start with um, mm. I can't I can't remember what song it is it's playing but it's, it's it almost sounds a bit like a B Tech Daft Punk but in a really good way yeah and it's like this disco synth music but it's all timed perfectly to like an LA Clippers game ending and they ditch the car and get out and drive off and while yeah. everyone else is coming out of the whatever Staples Center or wherever the hell it I is. I wouldn't be surprised if Edgar Wright was inspired by that scene when he did the opening to Baby Drive. I think there's probably, similar. there's probably some some element there, but I, every time I was watching Drive, I was like, Baby Driver's really good too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, popcorns? Uh, Unless you've got anything else, sorry. No, no I've got nothing. No. I've got nothing. Okay. Um, popcorns for... I've do you want to give your pop- popcorns? Your yeah, first take popcorns? My first take popcorns are 73 which mm. I think is pretty pretty good, right? I think I give it seventy five. Yeah, and I, I'm, I think it's probably kind because I I prefer the. St- it's so cool. It's mm. just the style. That it's gets the coolness me. that like I honestly think. It's I would love to like have this type of film, the style replicated like, 
so I could watch a few more things. Cause like mm. there's the way it looks and the way it sounds. <laughs> and the kind of, there's a slight like romance there, but like it's not overpowering. Imagine but it's if the quite was better. Have you watched Nightcrawler? No. Okay, so oh. Nightcrawler is another film, different aesthetic, different score and all that, but it's kind of paints LA in this yeah. grimy, cool, mm. beautiful mm. way. It's totally different. Instead of using like the amazing. neon like blues and reds, it kind of uses these like dark, dark greens and stuff, doesn't yeah. it? So yeah. It's really That's like awesome. this murkiness. And it's really good. It's a, probably a better story. But oh, yeah. no, it is. soundtrack's nowhere near as good. But also, anyway, anyway. Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal over Ryan Gosling. Same. Yeah, I agree. Actually, wouldn't yeah. kick either of them out of bed. Uh, I also agree with that. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going 76. Yeah, I'm going to 76. Good movie, all rounds. Yeah, awesome. Um, shall we move straight on to Book Smart? Absolutely. Um, I cannot wait. Um, so Book Smart. Uh, this was um, Con. This was your first take, wasn't it, my mate? Oh, I yeah. have seen both these films before. Um, came out last year, uh, last summer, like or, I don't know, August time or so, maybe yeah. June time or something. May. Um, May. Oh, well, yeah. fantastic. 27th, to be yeah, precise. Great. Um, I'm just thinking of when I saw it, as if like, the fucking <laughs> yeah. world revolves around me. Um, so it came out last year in May. Um, it was a budget of $6 million, a box office of 249 uh, and it was directed by Olivia Wilde yeah. of various kind of the OC things fame. of OC fame, yeah. Season 2 OC. Um, Connor. For, yeah. uh, describe the film <laughs> for 10 points describe for 10 <laughs> film inside the points and for a bonus 5 give us your first take wow I'll try um, <laughs> so this was Olivia Wilde's debut feature I think if I'm not wrong you are not and wrong it, thank you very much mm-hmm. and it um, kind of centers around these two high school best friends who on the eve of their graduation decide that they've had enough of being the, the clever book smart try hardy kids and they've worked their asses off and realized that the schools that they got into are really good, but guess what? Everyone else who had a real laugh during school, they've also got into pretty good schools too. And they decide that, fuck it, we'll have one big blowout night before um, Amy leaves to go to Africa and uh, Molly decides to go to college, wherever it is, and they go on this one last big night out together. And it's just a really nice little coming-of-age kind of, you know, female best friend romance film. And they just... Uh, it's really good. I yeah. really, I, it's, it was like the big breakthrough comedy of this year. Mm. And I, I probably along with Eighth Grade, which I saw come up on IMDb here earlier. Um, I, kind of, I don't know why I put it off. It's not really something I would watch. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Connor, Connor of, doesn't do comedies. He's, he's I heartless. do. I, I, I do, but I only like him when I'm hungover. Or if what I, I kind of feel about you and comedies is there's all. it's not that you don't like them, but I reckon you. there's always something you could watch as an alternative I've do you know what I mean like yeah. it's not your priority yeah. therefore like, I prefer there'll always comedy be in fil- like films that aren't comedies I like comedy, comedy maybe kind of yeah. and black comedy I like mm. a lot like I love stuff by the Coens and like that's yeah. right up my street Fargo is I find I could watch it all do you ever time. feel like pressure to laugh if it's nah. like I don't, you know, I'm such a dickhead at, at the yeah, cinema. Same. I will laugh when no one else laughs. And oh. people, if I'm with, and not in like I a, thought you meant the opposite to me. Like, do you ever feel like you need to laugh? <laughs> like, oh, no. yeah. Do you ever feel like people think you don't laugh, so you've got to laugh a bit? Um, I um, no, I laugh at fucking honestly. I will just laugh when I laugh. Um, so, uh, so what, oh, first take. Yeah, just, sorry, yeah. I forgot the extra five points. They um, so you know what because it's something I never ever gravitated towards it's nothing I'd watch I did go in with like a a little bit of a a tiny skeptic hat mm-hmm. on a little tiny yeah. beret of skepticism and I it was kind of washed away I, I really enjoyed it yeah. and I really 
I almost wish I watched it hungover so it would it could have like mm. perked me up and sorted my day out. But it all it kind of did. Yeah. Like I didn't expect too much from it, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much mm-hmm. because I know it was the breakthrough comedy the, of the year or whatever, but in terms of filmmaking and, and all that, like there's nothing really that you need to look at that is a ex- exemplary here, but it's so solid and it knows exactly what it wants to do and it does it and it's got a good message behind it and I'm really here for it. I really like I, I, I really enjoyed it, but mm. because it's not, you know, an old gangster film from the 80s, it's not my... <laughs> it's not going to get 100 popcorn. It's just not, yeah. But yeah. I, I, honestly, I'd recommend it to people. Yeah, it's a really good, good movie. Liam, what do you reckon, mate? Um, so I... When I, when I first watched this, I was left feeling... I wouldn't say cold. That's a little bit too harsh. <laughs> well, you <laughs> but, sound like me. <laughs> yeah. No, but when I first watched it, though, I, I think that I'd heard so many kind of journalists that I do listen to and, like, respect. Uh-huh. Big this up so much. Give it five stars. Say it's the best comedy ever. I think I know who you're talking um, about. And when I watched it, I don't know. I, I felt... I felt um, yeah, like it wasn't as good as people made out. Hype. Yeah, the hype. You got uncut gems. Uh, yeah. Uncut gems got so many It's going to become a verb. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't live up to the hype for me at all. And mm. I don't know. I think when I was first watching it, I found some of the parts a little bit cringy. Um, it comes with the genre in my book. But yeah. yeah I know um, a little bit cringy. Um, and I don't know. I don't... I, I don't really, I, I think the two leads are great, but like, I really, I don't know why I just, I I thought, um, what's her name? Billy, Billy Lord. I think she was a bit rubbish in it. I don't. Does I she play like, the kid that always pops up everywhere? Yeah. Like, I, I find her really funny. I thought she was <laughs> yeah. sick, yeah. At first, the That's joke Carrie was a bit Fisher's like. Mm. That's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's nice, isn't it, when you have knowledge that Connor's not got? You can wheel <laughs> it over him. Oh, Carrie, wow. Yeah, yeah, because she's in um, some of the Star Wars films. Um, sorry, but, continue. Um, actually, uh, stylistically, there were actually a couple of bits that I really thought were great. Uh-huh. Um, Is this still on your first watch? Uh, no, my second watch. Uh, so what did you think one. of when sorry, you watched so, it for the episode now? Uh, so second watch... Um, the cringiness had kind of... I didn't pick up on any of the cringiness. Yeah. Apart from there was one moment which I did pick up on some of the cringiness, but it's fine. It was near the end anyway. It's fine. Um, it's got to have some of that kind of... It's, happy, it's, I, I, I agree with Connor said, what Connor says in terms of like... it. W- these films will become more cringy the kind of older... You don't we buy some from Ikea and expect them to build it for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are some really like nice stylistic choices. Um, for example, there is a moment where... Uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, I'll be editing that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that uh, bacon and egg McMuffin. Ooh, yeah. Not McMuffin, just normal muffin. Anyway. anyway um, there is a moment when the two leads uh, have this big heated argument and kind of midway through their argument, uh, the it kind of just cut the, the sound cuts out and there's this like quite uh, somber music kind of playing over mm-hmm. them whilst they're screaming at each other. So you can't really, you can't hear what they're saying. You can kind of pick up some of them, what, what they're mouthing, but... And it's, the room is full of people kind of filming them and watching them, but at the same time, they're not paying attention to anyone else in the room other than what they're saying to each other. And I don't know, it's, I thought it was really beautifully done and was for me, like, the I know it's a comedy, but that moment was, like, the best part of the film because it was like, right, this is a proper film. Mm, um, like, yeah. this isn't just, like, fucking, I don't know, road trip. Role like, models. There's emotional yeah. anchorage. Yeah. In- that you, 
it happens all the way through, but you realise really it when that up. happens because yeah. really you realise that you up. care about these people a bit, I think. Yeah. And I think it's got it's got a lot to do, obviously, with Olivia Wilde's direction. And I think, honestly, I if, a, if, a, if a man directed that, I don't think he would quite, like, they, they, male directors, when they do comedy, don't do that kind of uh, sympathy slash empathy as as much mm-hmm. or as often in comedies like that it's different with if it was two, if it was two male leads as well i feel like it would be a totally different film it and would I, be, I really like that yeah. you don't you get something that you're not but you still get like the the crude the same kind of crudeness oh, yeah, but, as like a super bad but yeah. you get like that emotional character development way more in this one than you do I prefer than you do in super bad yeah I super bad well. grates on me a lot man. i like super bad a lot but i love i love this film this is a really good movie and yeah that's why i i i think like second time around, I think I loved it so much more because you get the fleshed out character. You mm-hmm. get the, what I found really interesting is you actually get the, it's the portrayal of like every kind of person in this school is way more real than any other kind of high school film. Like yeah, I agree. It, it, like in my school, there wasn't like the big bully and and like in this, there isn't really like that there's big no, bully. There's it's no like groups. Is there really in this? Because even when like you, so that yeah. was the dated cliche, though, wasn't it? That was yeah, very was. mean girls like it, and yeah, very scream and it's yeah. so much more like I was watching this. Like this is so much more like a this is like a representation of what school I went to. This is there wasn't really these segregated groups. It was like everyone had their own quirks, their own personalities, and you obviously, of course, have your own close friends. But at the same time, you all know each other, mm. and you all get on with each other, and you all kind of root for each other kind of maybe from a distance or whatever, and you kind of get that near the end where they have their graduation and everyone's cheering for each other. Yeah. And like, they might not see eye to eye, but you know, they're not assholes. And like, that kind of reminds yeah. me of like my school, of course, it, you know, you'd have the odd instance. But I think when you get to that age, like when, when I was in uh, year 11, my final year of high school, I think everyone was kind of similar to that. Like mm. everyone there was, was people a little who hung more... out with each other, but they weren't necessarily in groups yeah. because of what they enjoy. I think that's a thing that they do wrong in, in team films is people are clumped together through what they enjoy or their interests. When actually like we were, if we were all in high school together, we all have separate interests. Like, yeah. Film is our interest, but we don't just hang around with people who enjoy films. Like yeah, we no hang people who like aren't that arse about films or, and this seems like it's kind of a level playing field Yeah, in general. Shall we, um, talk about so the reason that the, these uh, Molly and Amy go on the journey to like have the best night ever, which is mm-hmm. like where the team bit comes from, yeah. um, is because they are they're not like they're not nerds. They try really hard, but they've kind of pushed they're fun just, honestly, out of the idea. Academic of like geniuses. The people almost, who are, yeah, yeah, the people who are interested in, in they apply studying, themselves very well. They do apply <laughs> themselves very well, but then they figure out that. Um, well, no, they don't figure out. They hear that everyone else has also gone to six schools because they didn't just care about school, mm-hmm. but they they cared about school, but not just school. Yeah. And then that's when the revelation of like, oh, we've got to have we've got to have fun tonight. Um, isn't that really cool to have like, they're not going on a night out. Like they aren't uncool people. No. They've just like, do you know what I mean? Like, usually geeks in films, like you kind of like, yeah, they are uncool, but like they're quite like they're quite stylish to like quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um. And the people who you would have probably called in like American Pie or any other films, like the jocks, are just people yeah. who have also studied really hard. So it's almost like no one's a caricature of the thing. Every, like you say, yeah. everyone's on the same level. It's just like Molly's a little bit misinformed as to what it means to be clever or what you have yeah. to do to to 
be like a really clever person or do be successful sorry like yeah. academically yeah. Like, that she believes that you have to stay in and study every every day she doesn't kind of it's, she's got to this point where she suddenly realized that you have to, sorry i'm kind of repeating what you've just said no, really. that's right. but like she does get to that point where she realizes that shit i've missed out on a lot of stuff because mm. a lot of people have been doing all these uh extracurricular kind of not even extracurricular but they just had a bit, of a, just laugh, had a bit of a laugh yeah. like i do find that the, the whole point i don't know i find i find this film like normally when you well at least in my book with my prejudice and you know i'm not really into stuff like this but normally my yeah prejudice would would allow me to believe that the message, the whole, it's okay to be yourself and do your thing would just, I, it would piss me off because it's done in such a pandering, condescending way. Mm. And I love that this isn't because, because when you when you are this age, when you're 18, people 18 nowadays are more fucking switched on than half the people that were 18, 20 years ago because yeah. you have to be, because it, it, the whole world is in your fucking pocket on your phone, do you know what I mean? Mm. And you're so on to and aware of everything that I feel like people grow up a lot quicker than, or people might have used to be, or maybe it's just how I, I perceive things, but these people have genuine depth, and that's what I really enjoyed yeah. about it. And there's a scene that comes after the, the, the argument that you talked about where um, Molly runs into one AAA, of the characters, AAA, yeah. and she, she gives her a lift home when they talk, and they kind of, they're from different back, backgrounds, groups, friend groups, they do different things. They don't really like each other because they don't really know each other, mm -hmm. but during this car trip, they kind of talk about that they kind of supported each other from afar and that they never badmouthed each other and they kind of just did their own thing. But you kind of realize, and you, or you see, sorry, through Molly's perspective that she's waking up to this idea that everyone has their own shit going on. And yeah. you just, as long as like, at the end of the day, people come to this school, they do the work and then they go home and go about their lives. And that's kind of the awakening that Molly needs. And it's yeah. done in this way that isn't, you need to do this and this and this, and that's when you'll be happy. Mm -hmm. It's more just, a, it's that, all relative to the individual, and I really scene, enjoyed that. That scene with AAA actually is, like, really layered, though. It, yeah, I agree. She massively. speaks about, well, she's called AAA because um, she has this, there's this perception that she would stop at, um, she'd go to pick lads up mm -hmm. when their car's broken down and give them blowjobs. Yeah, give them roadside and, assistance. Yeah, roadside really assistance. Yeah. And, uh, Which is a really and, funny line, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, and she it was really saying is. that, like, she actually was just doing it because she was, picking these lads up and then she was like yeah and I did suck their dicks as well and then she was like but fuck like, you I find if yeah. I enjoy it I enjoy it I love it. the if fact I enjoy that it, if I en fucking yeah. right on man the, the lead up to that but the, the A the message is great and the yeah. lead up to that as a like a joke is quite, actually quite funny yeah. because she yeah. says like um, what did she say like I didn't give them blowjobs and then she's like Okay, well, actually, yeah, I did, yeah, but like yeah, that, yeah. it's because like it's because I'm not gonna do it in my fucking house because my fucking parents are there, and yeah, then you, yeah. and then even Molly's character's like, yeah, makes that's sense, fair, yeah, that's makes fair, sense, yeah, <laughs> I understand, yeah. yeah. It's because like it's quite important, I guess. You know, in in films in the past like this, mm -hmm. she would be like the slut, and there yeah. wouldn't be any kind of uh, any explanation as to why, and it would just be she's the slut. But no, she's a real person who There's enjoys no real... like. And it kind of does tackle sex shaming as well. Like it breaks yeah, down the idea yeah. or like the idea of, um, okay, this girl kind of looks like she skateboards and she's got short hair and she's got tattoos. Oh, she must be a lesbian. And then uh, <laughs> genuinely, and Amy fancies her and she's like, I don't know if she's come out yet, but you know, I'm getting this vibe. She might be a lesbian. Guess what? She's not. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even address it. She yeah. might be straight. She might be bi. Who gives a fuck? Lots and of it, the stuff they don't, they don't explain things that mm -hmm. you don't need to explain no. and they do flesh out the character called Triple yeah. A, but then she's also going to fucking Harvard. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. like she, 
she's more than a sexuality. And I love that. And yeah. it, once again, it's not done like it's done. And it's done quite on the nose, but without it being pans or in a condescending no, yeah. or even yeah. explicit. Like it, it's just because of the way you you see things that you yeah, realize yeah. that it's not actually that. I don't know. It, it, you don't. It's not. People are naturally hypocritical until you realize that you're being hypocritical and you try and yeah. stomp it yeah. out. And I think that's this is that's the journey that these yeah. characters actually go on. And I really enjoyed that. What um, what did you make of? So there's two aspects that make this film for me. Like, so it's my film of last year easily, including I love if you want to if you want to include Parasite in there because it came out last year. Still, that it's, it's <laughs> just off. it's just my it's yeah. just my favorite film of bag, the year. Man. It's my and um, there's two reasons, and one is the the fucking banging soundtrack, and the second is just soundtrack. the comedy. What did you make of the comedy? Um, Generally, normally, I once again not to you know you know what here we go. I'm miserable as fuck. <laughs> I don't normally laugh at comedies because I always think like like I know like I understand the formula of how mm-hmm. punchlines and jokes work in like typical American. Um, what's the guy? Judd Apatow comedies yeah. can fuck off forever. Now I'm just done with him. Yeah, yeah, Will Ferrell comedies also can jump apart mm-hmm. from Talladega Nights and Seven. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we boy. will eventually cover yeah. that. Um, <laughs> it's 2025, <laughs> but we still haven't. Yeah, but normally, I, because I, you kind of you you understand the setup, so you kind of guess the punchline, and I'm not into that. But in this, like, there are just it's the kind of chemistry and the interactions that I find funny, unless mm-hmm. the setup punchline jokes. Yeah. So I did laugh a couple of times during it, and I find myself not just like a <laughs> like fully yeah. laughing, laughing. Well, and, you know, thing, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I wish I could think of some examples because I watched it oh, like five I'll, days I'll ago. I'll tell you one. I've got one as well. I'll tell you the one that, and this people who know me probably won't be surprised that this is what I found absolutely hilarious. And it's a moment where so Amy is uh, she's a lesbian, but she hasn't actually you know been with oh, the girl. Before. Yeah. She hasn't been with the girl before. She doesn't quite know uh, what to do so they're in the back of their principal's taxi because their principal for some reason is also a taxi driver um and uh molly then gets uh, a lesbian porn up on her phone Mm -hmm. and shows (laughs) molly shows amy and uh she needs a charger because her phone's about to die and then he hands her the charger and he's like, oh, what music are you listening to? <laughs> he's like, yeah, we can put your music on if yeah. you want. We can put you and puts their supposed uh, music on. And in fact, it is. Uh, that the, is funny, actually. Le- yeah, and, yeah. It, and it goes on for a little bit too long to the point that's where it's where like, lies. yeah, that's where the humor lies. And so the I find it funnier actually... near the end of that, that, that bit because as it goes on, it just is more ridiculous and ridiculous. You can't help but laugh at it. Mm, but then yeah. he goes, um, he goes, oh, is, is that Cardi B? Is that Cardi B? <laughs> Good I, line. I like, Good um, line. I like, so my, I think this is an example of the humor because it's not, it's not really a joke set up, mm-hmm. although it kind of is. So it's when, when um, I can't remember the character's name, but um, Amy is talking about the girl that she, fan- she fancies and it's a skateboarder girl. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And, um, She's saying, oh, she just looks like someone who'd be like really fun to like have sleepovers with and hang out with and watch yeah. movies with. And and then Amy's like, you can have sleepovers with me. And uh-huh. she says, yeah, but with, but with Ryan, there'd probably be more vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, I, I just, and then it's like, yeah, fair. Yeah, right, fair. yeah, like, yeah. There's no like, that's the end of the joke. And it's like a little, there's lots of little funny bits like mm-hmm. that, I think. Um, I find um, the character of Jared quite funny. Mm. Who's the kind of rich, rich dickhead? Rich but he's kid, but tri- he's actually but the tryhard is because he wants people to like him. Yeah, and I... you know that from the start when you see his, his you know, his yeah. over the topness. And I find some of the jokes with him a bit, or some of the the bits with him, because they're, they're not really jokes, mm. a bit, a bit kind of 
I don't know. I'm not pandering, but a bit kind of crap. I really liked some him of them, as a character. I liked him, but you're not. Fi- I didn't. Some of them I really enjoyed. I felt quite sorry for him near the end mm. when he actually admit. Or no, actually, even after after he admits to um, Molly how he feels, and then they do have this another little interaction after, and it's quite nice. And then he does the speech for. He starts the speech for her. Hi, I'm Molly, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> Molly, and I'm a woman. And I thought that was it was funny. You can't not laugh. There's at that. um there's another subversion there though of of where she's talking to him at the party, and he's obviously like got all this bling, and he's got this fast car, and he's and whatever, and he says he's just like. I just want to, I just want to make airplanes and make musicals. And then she's like, <laughs> like she doesn't go like, what the fuck? But she's obviously like, yeah, she's like, what? That. And then he goes, well, yeah, well, what I want to do is I want to have an airline company and then make enough money there that I can produce new musicals. And he's original like, musicals. And he's yeah, like, there's, yeah. there's just so, there's not enough original musicals. And he's just like, my man, from this fucking dude. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's that all over the show. Um, and you've, like, yeah, you've also got like, I know I said that I didn't really, I I don't think Billy Lord's a great a- actor. Apologies, but her character is quite interesting, and in, in the, for most of the film, you know, she's been made out to be this absolute nutcase. Uh-huh. Um, but then turns out that she is, you know, the, the only person that's there for um, Jared. Jared, and mm. is actually a really kind and caring person. So you get like that with most people in this. Actually, it's everyone like like people are people are not what's happening on the surface. Yeah. That's what that's this film is actually all yeah. about. Yeah, and that's right real, and that. that's like real life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, soundtrack. Honestly, this playlist is like... Uh, on, I listened to it yesterday and it's, it's all I've listened like, to for so about four weeks. There's some songs on there that I would never, ever listen yeah, to. But in same. context... Most, to of the, it's for, most of that's for me, yeah. In context to the film, though, I think it really works. Yeah. And Does it make you want to go out and get pissed because it makes you want to get fucked up every time <laughs> I listen to it? Honestly, no. Nothing makes me want to get drunk anymore. I think I've kind of... Are you really? Because last week you were hungover. Yeah. Well, oh, nothing this, makes me. It just gonna happens. <laughs> sad take from Club where you just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, actually, we were in the taxi on the way here and we drove past in Caledonia, which, if you're listening, the Caledonia it's a bit of a shithole and they do terrible beer there but I was like oh, I really want a pint I could take a terrible beer right <laughs> yeah, now yeah um, what was your favourite scene Connor? Um, in terms of the story I love I love the, the graduation speech and the, yeah, that whole ending yeah. and the entrance from them in um, Jared's car is really cool as well mm. um, filmmaking wise the the bit when what's her name Amy jumps in the pool with everyone and she finally lets loose and in this one moment of, you know, not caring, and she instantly becomes vulnerable and realizes that Ryan, who she fancies, isn't gay and is actually hooking up with some other guy. That, that the guy that Molly, the guy Molly fans, yeah, and Molly that was fancy. really sweet. But in terms of like visuals and color palette and cinematography, that was all beautiful and editing. Mm. The whole culmination of every every filmic element there was really enjoyable. I've read some bits about. Um the film in general i'm just really interested to hear i'm often interested to hear what other people think when i think a film is this good mm-hmm. um me too and i think yeah well it's usually for you not a teen comedy um, <laughs> and i have 31 hey, but yeah, whatever it's it's fuck right. it whatever um and they would say i think i agree with this and disagree a lot of debut directors try and like do a lot of directy stuff and do like a lot of like mm-hmm. interesting like um, interesting shots or interesting like colour and like you say or with the colour palettes and just or, loads, yeah. loads of like oh I'm a director here watch me direct but I, d- I think there's some of them but not enough not enough to be able to say yeah we get it yeah exactly like there's like with the shot within the swimming pool so and then there's, a sl- there's a slow-mo scene where they're having the argument mm-hmm. and also like I think the slow-mo scene where they at the beginning where they're just like the the bell goes for school and then everyone's just like throwing like condoms around with Love water that. in. It's Love really slow mo and like you know the kids on the skateboard with the uh, fire extinguisher and he's like 
slow mo just riding a skateboard. It's like there's a lot of like She's really got confidence in, yeah. in the yeah. style well, that she do, wants they, to do. And I really but then it, that, that. that'll happen like three or four times in the film. But then for the rest of the film, she just lets it breathe. Like mm. it just happens. Yeah. Directly it, after, sorry, Lee. Yeah, go sorry, ahead, man. Directly after that scene, Connor was on about. They kind of do like a wanna, don't they? Mm-hmm. Following her, which is really, really, yeah, really well done. Yeah, like for like your first film, and it's a fucking like high school comedy yeah. to do like a wanna like that and it kind of it does really it, it's where like it was it's not even done for like a gimmick as well it's done to add to mm. like kind of to show like her isolation isolation almost, yeah. that's the word thanks Connor um, and yeah that's done really well I, wanna... I really really like uh, in terms of play it not she doesn't play it safe but she she I feel like Olivia Wilde knows how she wants to tell this story and she does it how she wants mm. to and it works and that's all that it needs mm. to do because it's not like a, it's not like an uncut gems where there's, a look at the the elements of capitalism and the, the touching on how addiction works and all that. Like it's not really about that. No, yeah. But it is kind of, if if you want to sum it up that way, the film isn't just surface level pretty. It, there's a lot of actual real yeah. good filmmaking in there, and that's relative to the actual story. And I find that really good. Yeah. Did you like the um? The actors, the lead, uh, be, uh, be, uh, is it Beanie, Beanie, yeah, Beanie Feldstein, Feldstein and Caitlin uh, Deaver? Um, I think Caitlin Deaver's easier to like as a character, or sorry, Amy's easier to like as a character, but I really do think Beanie Feldstein smashes this film. Performance-wise, she's so yeah. good. Yeah, she's bossing. And she because her her kind of arc goes from upbeat, and over-enthusiastic, try-hard, you know, academic student to kind of realizing that she has all these qualities but doesn't need to be that so mm. you kind of see her not um i don't know how to word it her she just gets more relaxed i think really yeah yeah she? exactly her, but, but seeing her get more relaxed and more comfortable in her own skin i find mm. that an, a nicer transition to see and a nicer sorry it's easier to see the transition in act in there and so i think she absolutely smashes this yeah. film she's nominated for a golden globe for this oh wow yeah, wow really yeah. that's she didn't win it but like she was fucking nominated I think, so i i think nominations good in a way where like it's like it's recognition fair play that yeah, was good yeah. it wasn't the best and for like f- it, no harm to this film for a film like Booksmart to yeah. be, like to be nominated in the acting category yeah um, one bit directed bit um, that was interesting and actually I'd say not, not brave but I just think like in terms of like having creative ideas the bit where they do the uh, Ayo, Ayo, it's not ayahuasca is it but like Asian wasca the, uh, the girl calls it and then they just turn into dolls that's brilliant that's probably isn't that really interesting scenes, yeah. do you think it is what, I what think is it's it? I, I think that like other than the, it's just so different other than like yeah. their argument scene which is really well done mm. um, that scene is hilarious and brilliant and really kind of intriguing and you get the, the visual joke punchline of them walking out yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Dolls. like fuck you man like, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah um I, I think maybe we've just ex- like I love this film because I love it we've probably kind of expended like everything yeah what's my I'll, let's say, let I want to know my, I don't know what my what, favourite why, scene is why do you what, what made you love this film so much because I know that this it's sweet I think it's sweet and it's I, sweet what I really like yeah. what I really like about comedies mm-hmm. and I have automatically compared this to Superbad because I think there's a lot of parallels including Beanie Feldstein being Jonah Hill's fucking sister, um, which is meant absolutely bananas. Until you see it. Until you see, yeah, until you see Once it. You I see actually it, think her performance is a little bit jo- she, Jonah Hill and Superbad, where, yeah. where they're talking about um, masturbation and he's, she's just like, it's down and up. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. down up. It's yeah, like it's yeah. a little bit Jonah Hill. Um, it's just sweet. I think it's just really sweet and it surprised me a lot. Um, it's rare you get a film about female friendship as well. Yeah. 
without there being a love element. It doesn't over egg yeah. almost anything, I don't think. It'll just allow, like, it's a funny script, so let's yeah. let that funny script be there. Let's have some beautiful shots and let's have it, like, quite a bright movie. Um, I think, I don't, it's hard to describe why I love it so much. I think it's just because it's hilarious. It's I love my comedy. I'm really into, like, I love the fact it that the it's two female, it? a female led movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and I, I really love sweet films that have got really crude elements to them, though. <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's because it's good to be able to do both. I agree. Mm. And oh. that's the, fucking that's it, basically. Yeah. I and I'm going to give this film well. some fucking popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so unless is there anything else that you uh, wanted to talk about? I feel like there's something I'm missing out here, but I, I there can't. probably is. But it's it's a it's a good film. Yeah. And it's, it's a really kind of like movie, if man. you love it, like. A lot of people love it, and I would say go and watch it because anyone who I've spoke to, I've told to watch because it didn't do that well, and it, it didn't get put out very a, a very wide <laughs> release. And I've read a little bit about the fact that this is to do with the production company just being shit at releasing their movies. But um, Annapurna, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah, and I just think go and fucking watch it. It's on Amazon Prime now, um, so you can yeah. just go and see it. Uh, what would you, uh, Connor? Popcorns seventy four. Okay, yeah, 74. Um, so you want to give your first and second popcorns? Yeah, my first popcorns was 65. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's 75. Yeah. It's gained 10. Can I, I'm going to... You can give is, it whatever you want. This is going to piss give it, Connor like, off so give it 100, much. I'm walking out. No, <laughs> I was going to say, just giving it a fucking 100. Oh, go for it. I could watch it and then watch it. I have put my shoes on, so it. see you later. Uh, see you later. <laughs> You're giving it 100? Yeah, I'm just giving it 100. Good on, never yeah. give anything 100 before. No one's ever given anything 100. This is a perfect, perfect, perfect movie. Yeah, it's it's... This I, is the first, no one's ever given a hundred before. I don't think no. I'll ever give anything a hundred. No, and, and to be honest with you, I kind of. You know what? Fuck it, you're allowed to. I don't see it as a. I don't see it as a hundred movie. I see it as I enjoy it to the to the max that yeah. I can yeah. enjoy a movie. It's Good your on. opinion, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I, yeah, I'll give it a hundred. Fuck it. First ever hundred. Breaking movie. news. <laughs> but then I haven't yet seen The Irishman, so <laughs> <laughs> who knows? You might have to max the uh, popcorn yeah. out. Um, okay, great. Um, <laughs> Is uh, that's kind of I think I suppose that's kind of near the end of the episode. If there's anything to, I suppose we'll plug a few little bits. Um, I am going to see um, cleaning up the town, which mm. is a documentary about the Ghostbusters tonight. Uh, so cool. Uh, Facts. So I'm going to write something for for the website, which should be online by the time this podcast comes out um, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I, oh man, I, I just love Ghostbusters so much. I love it. I'm so scared to watch it again. Because oh, I grew up loving it as a kid, and yeah, I've not yeah. watched it in about eight years. Yeah, that's and fair. that's such a long. That is, yeah. Like my your time. opinion on films and life changes in the course mm. of a year, let yeah, alone eight yeah. years. So, yeah. but I'll I'll watch it mm. and I'll report back, and then maybe you can watch it again. Yeah, in the next I would like to do if life. we do like a second tech film yeah. club or a revisited. I'd like to do. I'd that love to do things because we could almost pick whatever fucking film we wanted. Man, from. the yeah, fact absolutely. that we like, I'm dying to talk about transporting so much. Okay, well let, let's make it happen. In the, next, in the next two months, because I feel like every week we've got a new episode yeah, for three weeks in yeah, advance. Yeah, we'll do a second take. Um, so I'm going to go to that. Um, have you guys got anything interesting coming up? We've got. Oh no, <laughs> I was going to mention our competition, but it's you've just put me it ends tomorrow. What the fuck <laughs> I've got interesting coming up. Um, no, maybe the, the, the right answer can be no. It's fine. I don't think I do. I think that, that's literally clean, the only interesting I'm gonna thing. I'm going to go clean my flat, maybe. Yeah. Do some dishes. I'm yeah. going to Belgium on Saturday. Oh, oh that is interesting. That is very interesting, yeah. isn't it? I want is it. that where Bruges is? It is. We're going to Bruges. Apparently, it's the most boring city in the world. Cool. Thanks, man. We're gonna, I can't <laughs> wait to go and experience Genuinely, have it. Have you watched yeah. In Bruges? No, I know, but I'm gonna, I want to watch before I go. Oh, 
which is yeah, you should. Well, in two days, so well, uh, I've got the DVD. I would give it to you. But I'm not going to see it. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going like to. We're, we're just talking. Yeah. About it. Um, that'll be cool. Yeah, report yeah. back. I will, and I'll maybe I'll check out. Bruges I'm uh, drink a lot. So. I'm going. You know, it's Valentine's Day on Friday. Me and Laura are going uh, to the florist for food, and yeah. then we're going to go watch Queen and Slim. Okay. And we're going to go meet my family because they're up. Yeah. So, nice. so yeah. That, that's what's going so on. What's good. going on? I don't know if the listeners want to know what I'm doing tonight. So um, <laughs> I'm working tonight in the Merchant. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow I'm working in the old Odeon. The old Odeon. It's the new Odeon. It's the Odeon. Uh, it's Odeon, the Odeon. looks. Um, I love that recliner. And Saturday, yeah, back in the Merchant. Uh, Friday. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to know what you do until the week after Friday, so we can just yeah. So um, all right, what we'll do next week. Um, oh shit! Yeah, the movies we're doing next week, and they're fucking big as well. Um, it, we're doing Parasite and Snowpiercer. <sighs> yeah. So we we went Direct to watch to Parasite um, last week, and I honestly haven't stopped thinking about it. And since it's won all the Oscars, and we want to watch it again, mm. we thought let's just spoil the shit out of it this yeah. time and talk about it on air. Yeah. What a be- what well, better film to accompany it with than Snowpiercer, mm. the one that was absolutely buried alive. Well, tried to be buried alive by that big. Dutty Frogman, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> so, yeah. so let's talk about it. Yeah, let's. I'm really excited. Yeah, and it's on yeah. Amazon Prime now as well, so you can watch is it. Is it? Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. great. That's great. Um, but Parasite is in cinemas. Like, it's going to be everywhere. It's getting a bigger release week, this so. week as a Friday. So please go all, see it. And please book your tickets because uh, they are selling out everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I went to go and see The Lighthouse last night. And uh, they get literally before we even said what film they were like, You're not going to see Parasite, are you? We're like, No, and I was like, Yeah, because they were all sold out all night. I was like, Why? Oh, that's honestly, so good. I love it. The smug foreign film fan of me is so yeah. fucking excited. I'm right so now. happy for so director Bong, man. He's yeah. big up Bong. I fucking know. love that guy. What a man. Uh, on that note, um, let's show we love, love the listeners and leave the listeners. I'll do that. Okay, uh, until next time, thank you very much for listening. Follow us on social media, all oh, of them. Um, <laughs> five star reviews. I can't even remember what they are. Uh, at Connor first take. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Give Connor a five star review just in general. Um, at First Take Pod, that's what we're on all over. And until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.